Welcome to the Classic Holdup Podcast, where we analyze media from the past. Each episode features a different host that brings a fresh take on a film, TV show, video game, or music album of their choice. What can we discover? Do old favorites have a shelf life? Will the classics hold up? Hi, and welcome to the Classic Holdup. My name is Chris Doubles, and I'm your host for this episode. I'm currently a graduating student at Michigan State University, and I have many hobbies that have taken up over the years, but one that has always intrigued me more than the others quite like music. Music has long been something I've wished to pursue, and I definitely will be pursuing it after college. With that being said, today's episode of the Classic Holdup will be regarding one of the most influential albums in music history by one of the most iconic figures in pop culture and quite possibly all of history. Thriller by Michael Jackson is an album that I would go as far as to say has been listened to by probably 75% or more of the current United States. Thriller was released in 1983 after Michael Jackson had already gained a significant amount of popularity in the world. This album would go on to be one of his most critically acclaimed works despite being only 9 tracks long. This album holds some of Michael Jackson's most iconic and notable hits, ranging from Billie Jean to Beat It to the titular track, Thriller. Thriller, the song, is one of the only Halloween songs most people can think of, and it has become almost synonymous with the holiday. This album is the best-selling album of all time, with upwards of 47 million copies sold. It spent eight weeks at number one on the Billboard charts after its debut. Michael Jackson has a limitless effect on both my generation and my parents' generation, and that is without doubt. But the question is, how the album holds up to today's standards? Is it still influential? Does it maintain a high quality compared to today? How is its replayability? In an era where music has such a drastically different sound compared to the 80s, many oldies have lost their appeal to younger generations, with most of them being refined to hipster groups and outcasts, and some leaking into what could be considered mainstream listening. Michael Jackson's Thriller album has had such an influential effect on my music taste growing up my entire life. My mom is probably the first person that subjected me to it because she just listen to him when she grew up you know he came out right around that time and having already debuted his off the wall album and a few others it just he was a worldwide superstar already you know there was people that would go and i've looked back the world went crazy for him plain and simple you know they just they crowded around everything they would like block off city streets for him to stand on his balcony they'd faint if he turned his head you know, it's crazy things like that. But, I mean, I've heard his songs all the time at parties, weddings, on the radio, just like me listening to them. I mean, there's been parody songs, all that stuff my entire life. You know, it's hard to live in today's society without knowing Michael Jackson. You know, I mean, tragically, I mean, the main time that I first found out who he was was when he passed away. And I was like, oh, who is this guy? Who is this guy? And I feel like that's kind of a cardinal sin if you ask that nowadays in today's culture. But I mean, I was like eight. What do you expect? But I mean, he's just, he's overly influential and his music is so insanely amazing that I just, I don't think there's many people that rival it. And with the Thriller album, I mean, he has some of the most like notable radio hits that you could ever like listen to. You know, everybody, everybody knows Thriller. 
everybody knows beat it billy jean want to be starting something any of that stuff it's all surrounded by you all the time no matter who you like Hi, and welcome back to the Classic Holdup. Here to help debate today whether Thriller is still holding up in today's society is none other than Abby Kozell. Hi, thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here. This is actually my first podcast, so it's very fitting that we talk and discuss about Michael Jackson, one of my favorite artists personally. I wouldn't even say that it's much of a debate. I think we're both in agreement that Thriller and Michael Jackson is still incredibly influential to this day. I mean... I was not around when he was at his prime. I unfortunately didn't get to experience the like full king of pop in the time frame that he was so influential. I wish I could, but thankfully I had my family and friends introduce me to the genre and I still find myself listening to his album today. I have it on vinyl. My grandma gifted me like the original vinyl and I thought that's really cool. But um even when I'm out like on the weekends, I'll hear songs like Billie Jean being played, and I just think it's so cool that one album with such short duration, what's it, only nine minutes, or nine minutes, nine songs, has such huge impact, and I still have them on my playlist today. I just, I remember when I was a kid, um, me and my, like, close friends would watch, like, the Thriller music video, and we're like, wow, this is so cool. There's nothing else like it. Like, I just can't attribute an artist in a different way that... Michael Jackson is viewed. I don't know. Like, is there an artist that I can think of that is comparable to him? No, honestly. So Thriller came out in 1983, and the way that it was viewed on release, I would go as far as to say, according to what I found, was nothing short of society shaking. You know, there was a lot, a lot of buzz around this album. Michael Jackson went and he said that after making Off the Wall, that he wanted to make an album where every song was a killer you know he wanted to make that album you know and when you have a person like michael jackson who is like king of pop already almost come out and say i want to make that album you know you're almost gonna guarantee to have something that blows up with a lot of success yeah i mean every song off the album is so iconic and the fact that that was his first number one debut album i think is mind-blowing to me I mean even his previous work is so good and especially having his background with the Jackson 5 it's very interesting to see that that was his first number one album but I think that it's at the same time really fitting just because of how um iconic it is in today's society still yeah I mean coming in when it's in 1983 this album's just coming out you know you're right at like a really big bridging point between like disco and classic music to like slowly transitioning towards like a more like rock and pop style you know where like you're starting to get into like an alternative sound too so like he was right at like a bridging point where his album was managing to combine both aspects of the earlier generations music and the later generations music which just it blended perfectly you know i feel you feel like it wouldn't be that easy to blend an album that has oh you're going to have a song that makes you want to like dance at a wedding, but you're going to also have a song that's like super intense and like him, like just like screaming at the mic, you know, where it's like super intense and in your face music, you know, it's just 
releasing something back then like that, a lot of people just stuck to their stuck to their laurels and they were like, oh, this is what I like. But he was able to put something out that everybody unanimously liked. Yeah, and he was like very new sound. Like like you said, he was combining a lot of different genres, um, primarily pop, which had just started becoming on the rise in that era from what I know and my um, experience in music. And I just think that um, being able to reach like that many audiences, even now, like that music, I cannot imagine that he expected his music to have such an impact as it does I mean, back when he released this album, it was, once again, like I said, you know, it was an era where it was a bridging between all these different sounds. You know, you have songs like Billie Jean, Beat It, Wanna Be Starting Something, Pretty Young Thing, and Thriller on that album. You know, it, if you don't know those songs, then I, I don't I don't know what to say. Have you been living underneath of a rock? You know, it, it's, it's just great in how it has held up so long past its due date you know you know most albums die off after a few years apart from like their niche groups where people stick to them and like their parents still listen to them they still listen to them but like my my, my parents still listen to thriller i still listen to thriller when i have kids they're gonna listen to thriller you know that's oh, good yeah. that's gonna be inevitable no my matter what we'll definitely be hearing billy jean as they grow up it's gonna be yeah. very pivotal and also like there aren't that many albums that i view as like a no skip album but this album is like easily a no skip album i can enjoy every single song Th this album today is still something that is very 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 prominent in music society it's still something that i listen to on an absolute regular basis i don't know about you oh i can agree 100 percent. yeah how often do you think that a michael jackson song off of this specific album comes on in your playlist um, that is a very good question. Honestly, if I ever just need like a comfort song or like a bit of a pick me up, like Billie Jean's a go to, Pretty Young Things a go to, um, I don't know. I would say pretty regularly. Yeah. More than you would think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely think that it comes on in like a very constant rotation because it's it's never something that you're gonna be like disappointed in listening to. Yeah, it never you know? gets old. And. Once again, it's such a prominent album in society that like yeah. if you ever need something in like a car ride or something like that, you know, and you're and you're getting the aux, you know, if you need something that you can play that people are going to click with, you can choose a song off of this album. If you play like want to be starting something in a car, people are going to be OK with it. They're not going to be like, ah, oh, this stinks. You know, if they do, yeah. you're probably hanging out with the wrong people. You know, you don't want to. That, that that's probably not as good sign that's a huge red flag yeah. huge red flag the thriller album knowledge is a huge test in friendship of course and all have, being on ox is like a very hard thing to be on you want to please everyone even especially if you're with like a new group of people can't go wrong with billy jean can't go wrong with like you said like any of these songs their go-to's and i think that that is just so cool that an artist has such like has been able to resonate with such like a large group of people. Yeah. And the thing like, is, it's not even that prominent just for listeners, you know, because yeah. it's not just like casual people that are still just listeners. You know, I mean, think about like our favorite artists nowadays, our favorite artists that everybody listens to in like the world of pop and stuff like that. They still I mean, there's rappers that are sampling his music nowadays. 
True. There is rappers that are sampling Michael Jackson. Like it's awesome, you know. Like it, he hits all so many genres, and they just they all utilize him so much in their influence because of how big he was, how big of a figure he was, you know. There's yeah. you can't go wrong with the sound that he produced. You know, look at the weekend. You know, the weekend's most recent album. What's it called? Dawn FM. The weekend's most recent album, Dawn FM, yeah. has so many points where like you can hear a little bit of that Michael Jackson influence for sure in it. Especially like he's got like an eighties synth vibe to it, but there's a few songs that sound quite a lot, like Pretty Young Thing. Yeah, Billie Jean. Even Starboy, I found. I remember like my first listen through of Starboy when it came out a couple years back. I was like, kind of getting a bit of Michael Jackson, and I was not mad about it. It was like nothing that he'd ever done before. I just started going into that like pop, like groovy sort of music rather than his like previous stuff. And I was really glad to hear like an artist like bring back that sound. And I hope that more do, which I feel like we do see a little bit. Well, yeah. that's the thing. That's the thing is that he's so prominent that these artists that maybe, I mean, oh, not maybe, definitely aren't as prominent as him. They're still trying to reach that level. Everybody's trying to reach that high level of artist like ability. You know, if you have a song that sounds like that, it's gonna go hand in hand with it on a radio station nowadays. Yeah. If I if I have a party. I'm going to obviously have the stuff that applies more to today's generation where it's like listening to like rap and like some pop songs and stuff like that. But everybody knows the good oldies. Everybody knows the good ones that you can still play at a party. You know, there might be a yeah. remix here or there. There might be some of that. But like you can play a Michael Jackson song and like people are going to like it. You know, you go out to a bar at MSU, you'll hear a song or two throughout the night for sure. You know, yeah. people know the music and they like the music. It's a good time to listen to nowadays. It's still here, which is insane to think that it's been almost 30 years, almost 30 years that an album has held up. And there's some albums that came out last year. I couldn't tell you three songs off of them. No, I, d I definitely agree. I mean, I'm not going to deny. I definitely have requested Billie Jean at the MSU bars before and it was played. No, I just think that, like, they're just music that everyone's going to know the words to. And I don't know. That's just, like, it's the type of music that just makes you feel good. You know, like, you want to listen to music that's going to, like, uplift you and, like, bring, like, a good aura around you. And this is just the type of music that does that. I think even more artists should pull from it. Yeah, I mean, how do you think that it's going to be looked at, like, in the future, though, you know? Because, like, that, that's that's kind of, like, the big point, you know? People obviously see that, like... Back then, it was prominent. It held up. It was there. You know, that was the biggest album. You know, 47 million copies sold is, like, astronomical. Think is about that. Not, yeah, is it not still, like, one of the top-selling albums of all it, time? It, it's still the most-selling album of all time. Yeah, like, that's insane. Exactly. Like, you cannot so, compare that to anything. 47 million copies sold. How much does, how much did, like, a CD, because that was back before streaming, too. How many, right. how much does a CD cost, you know? Let's, let's shoot low and say $10. 10 yeah. You know, if Probably we shoot low less. and say that it's $10 or $8, $5, whatever, that's yeah. a lot of money. That's it. It's still $47 million right there off of one album alone, at least. And it had a $750,000 production budget. Think about how much money this album has made of all time. So much profit. No wonder it could open this theme park. <laughs> exactly. <know? laughs> exactly. But like in the future, you know, right now we have a generation that's leaning more and more away 
from all of these like oldie music, all that stuff. Once again, these niche groups are the ones that are still listening to it. And then you have occasional outliers that still listen to it because they respect the music. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like when like we have eventual like children in our futures, like we're going to introduce them to that. We've clarified that. The question is how many other people are going to, you know, like think like another 30 years. Let's double the time, you know, because it's been 30 years. It's right. still really relevant. If we go another 30 years into the future, is it still going to be good? Is it still going to work? I mean, I hope. That puts me at, what, like 50 years old? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a long ways in the future. But, I mean, I feel that, like, just looking at gener- generationally, people who are, like, at that age now still resonate really hard with, like, the good old days, you know? So I feel that at that time, I'm going to be referencing back like, oh, I miss when music was like this, so I will want to play it. However, I am very interested to see what the music industry looks like at that time and like what is popular. I hope that like fashion, like we get a bit of a resurgence and like have like recycling of style. You you want you want the red Michael Jackson jackets to make a huge comeback? Yes, <laughs> I would totally yeah. wear one. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... Yet to think that that's like the oldies for our parents and stuff. Yeah. You know, that's their like, oh, I'm looking back at this and like, that's the, that's an album that I grew up on, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, we kind of grew up on it, but like, we might look back at artists like Ariana Grande and like The Weeknd and people like that, you know, mm-hmm. like our rappers and stuff with our generation. So like, we're going to have a lot of focus inside of that area as well. Mm-hmm. So it might be a more minor focus on Michael Jackson, which then will become even more minor and even more minor. I'm just wondering how long it's going to take for, for this like fizzle out. You know, yeah. will it ever happen? You know, it might not because of how huge he was. He yeah. was he was such an amazing like figure in pop culture. So he might he might never fizzle out. He might be dust in the wind eventually right only time will tell exactly i mean i'm just trying to think back like can you think of an artist that equates to the same level of success as him like modern day no i can't like there isn't one there isn't one i mean i'm gonna play a lot of his music a lot of thriller at my wedding and stuff like that yeah thriller thriller will fill the dance floor beat it a great song that a lot of people love billy jean pretty young thing if i'm inviting my parents and my yeah. friends and stuff, you gotta play things that everybody knows. Yeah, you gotta the play things. Wedding songs. Exactly, yeah. and it's ones that you can dance to. So it's gonna hold a part in my life for the rest of my life. So that'll be ho- hopefully another like 60, 70 years. Right, you know, right. that'd be that'd be nice. <laughs> that'd be that'd be ideal. But I mean, it's gonna hold up for our generation for sure in the future. Yeah, but. Easily really far in the future who knows who knows more people should just be like us exactly more people My name is Jackson Grubb. My name is Brendan Perswara. My name is Torin Kaplan. When I complete my degree, 
I want to become an audio engineer. I want to work in live broadcasting. I want to work in the film industry. My name is Jackson Grop. My name is Brendan Perswara. My name is Torn Kaplan. And, and I, I am Comartsai. Start your journey at comartsai.msu.edu. So coming back in now, I mean, what do you, what would you put as your favorite song off the album and why? Um, my favorite would have to be Billie Jean. I don't know. It's always been like a fan favorite of me and my friends. Like, um, before a night out at like a pregame or whatever, we'll always throw on Billie Jean. It's my go-to if I'm ever feeling down. I don't know. There's just something about it that just, it will always be a classic for me. What about you? My favorite song? Yeah. I mean, honestly, one of the ways that I first got mainly introduced into this album was by Weird Al Yankovic, you know, <laughs> and the the YouTube parody for Beat It, where it was Eat It instead, you know. Stop. That, wait, I remember that. You remember that? Yep, <laughs> that was exactly. such a strange era of it was YouTube, such, It was I such a it. goofy era of YouTube, but, like, that was what I found when I was a kid, and mm-hmm. that was one of my first first introductory points to the album and it just from there it was like oh well the actual version's a little bit better you know because it's actual music not like a joke (laughs) so I mean that was really great like being introduced to it that way either that or I would have to say pretty young thing you know Mm -hmm. a lot a lot of this music it's like telling a story is how it feels to me where like I can listen to it and I can paint like a clear picture in my head of like because like I'm a creative major so like I think of things that are like, oh, this would be like a cool way to do like a music video for this song or something. Or like, this is what scenario this makes me think of, you know, just like daydream scenarios, honestly. And when music can make you feel like that, that's when you know that it's good. It's not just listening to it. It's I'd I'd say it's borderline an experience for it. I'd agree. I mean, I um, am really big writer. So I feel that like lyrics and just like stuff that can invoke emotion like that is super important so um i don't know like rap music does not do justice the same way that like this kind of music can Mm -hmm. yeah if this album was released today where do you think that it would debut today do you think that it would still beat out like some of today's pop artists or do you think that it'd be like a lot closer that's honestly a really good question because I feel that the music industry today is just so different than it was previously. Yeah. I think it would perform very well. Um, it's just that now we see a lot of pop artists already like on the charts, whereas back in this time it was something so new and so like it invoked such like a shock value to like the music generation. So I'd like to imagine that it would perform very well. Yeah, I mean, how do you how do you think it would be like with like streaming? Because I mean, it sold yeah. forty seven million copies, and that's mostly physical. So like in a world yeah. where like in a world where CDs are almost like gone now with like streams and stuff like that, it could have like a totally different impact on the way that the album sales were generated. It might do more, it might do less, because uh, streams don't equal sales. But right. I mean. You got you look at like social media and stuff today. You look at TikTok, you look at Twitter. 
Twitter, people talk about Michael Jackson. People still wish him a happy birthday. He's passed away, and they still right. wish him. A ha- they still celebrate it heavily. Right. I mean, you look at TikTok. People are doing TikTok dances to it. You know, so like, if it came out thirty years ago, and people are still doing TikTok dances to this day, what are the odds that if it released today, they'd still be doing those TikTok dances, but even more? You oh, know, Thriller would definitely have a TikTok. Dance, yeah, especially around <laughs> Halloween time. Honestly, now that you say that, with the streaming platform we have, I can imagine that it would do incredible. Just because there are like those niche songs that are like incredibly popular. I mean, obviously the whole album is very successful, but those niche songs that are like up there, um, I think would do so well on social media just because of their catchiness and their just um, like. I don't know. They get stuck in your head. You know, I think they definitely would do so well on TikTok. I can imagine many TikTok trends based on like Thriller beat it. I kind of not that I wish, but it would be very interesting to see like what that would look like. I definitely think that the Thriller dance, if it started today, Mm -hmm. it would still definitely hold up as a TikTok dance. It it might it might have a little more arm swinging and like little less than like the zombie arms you know but i think it would still be there i think it would still be there really 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 prominently no i definitely agree so we're in a pretty common consensus that for us at least it definitely definitely holds up in today's standards and stuff Mm -hmm. so i i don't think there's much debate around it i don't think that many other people would have a lot of debate around it and it's just it's it's such an overly influential album you know, being able to do what it did, all the accolades that it has. And I mean, like I said, how many Halloween songs can you really think of? You know, when if you think a ha- if you think a Christmas song, there's a lot of Christmas songs. I mean, Mariah Carey stands like true to the top, but Right, and Michael Bublé. Yeah. But if Both you think of, but if you think of a Halloween song, a Halloween song is a thriller. It's Thriller. Yeah, I can think of two Halloween songs, Thriller and Monster Mash, but it, the Monster Mash kind of sucks in my opinion. <laughs> Thriller's Compa- Compared to Thriller? Yeah. Definitely. Compared to the Thriller music video? Are you kidding? Exactly. Yeah. So there's not really much debate in whether or not it does. So I would definitely go as far as to say that for me, for me, it definitely, definitely is still relevant today. How about you? Oh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't planning on coming in here to debate you. We have the same views in this um i definitely agree like this album i don't think i'll ever stop playing it i don't know it just hits a place in my heart you know i will always be a i mean people can debate whether or not michael jackson's character was good or bad whatever but i don't think anyone can debate the quality of his music and the impact that it left and that's exactly it you know we hear it in a lot of songs nowadays we still hear it in the songs from back then so it definitely is still a prominent album and i mean when you have the hits that that album has that you can play endlessly there's just no question in it no question at all so we're gonna say that thriller definitely definitely holds up all right well i'd like to thank you for coming in today thank you for helping me i guess debate the topic i mean more so discuss yeah you know a lot 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 more lot more discussion about it i mean i definitely think that we hit a few really really good points on whether or not it might hold up in the future you know and that's definitely something that we just kind of have to wait and see for yeah yeah but i mean until then it was great having you yes thank you so much for having me it's been a great first podcast experience definitely yeah
Find the Classic Holdup on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us at Audio Video Land for updates, teasers, and behind-the-scenes content of all Audio Video Land productions. The Classic Holdup is an Audio Video Land production by digital storytelling students of Michigan State University in collaboration with Impact 89FM. Thank you.